Hi, everyone. Thanks for being here. Welcome to the very first episode of Connect. I'm your host, Andy Hale. Before we get started, a little bit about me. I'm a civil rights attorney based in Chicago. I'm also a documentary, film, and television producer. I've been involved with some documentary movies in the true crime space. One was called A Murder in the Park, involving the exoneration of Al Story Simon. I was involved in a movie about Rick where she called White Boy Rick. There was another one out about one of my clients, Chester Weger, on HBO called The Murders That Starve Rock. I also had a television show in Chicago that ran for five years. It was called Case Files Chicago. We would profile every week two unsolved murders. We would basically meet with the family members, talk about the victim, reenact the crime, have a tip line, and we'd try to solve the case. And I'm also a podcaster. I've got a true crime podcast uh, that has been delving into the Star Rock murder case that I just talked about. I also talk interviews with people in the true crime world, uh, people who either are investigative journalists or other people trying to exonerate people, exonerees. And that's really been the focus of what I've done the last uh, few years. But this is different. This is different. This Connect podcast is much, much different. I have always wanted to kind of share these life lessons I've learned over the years. Things that I've talked about incessantly with, with my family, with my kids, with my friends, just various topics, uh, like I said, and things I've learned from my, you know, my dad and my mom, little nuggets of wisdom that I think are important, I think will be helpful to people. I want to be able to share some of these little you know, uh, wisdom tips, as I call them, and just let people know some of the things that have helped me and guided me in my life. It's just kind of a passion project of mine. I've always wanted to kind of talk about it on a bigger platform. And so I thought, you know what? Let's just start another podcast. Let's just step out of the true crime world. Let's step into this other space. Let's call it Connect. And the reason I called it Connect was it's going to be kind of the premise of a lot of the different topics I talk about. And today, in episode one, I want to talk about the power of a personal connection. What do I mean by that? By personal connection, I mean basically meeting somebody face to face, sitting down, talking to somebody, having a conversation, looking them in the eye, seeing that person, feeling that person, connecting with that person. The way I like to describe it is you're you're sharing your energy with that person, and that person is sharing their energy with you. I think we all grossly underestimate or don't even realize the power that our energy has when we meet with somebody face-to-face. -face. I don't think we really fully appreciate kind of the vibration we give off and the connection we can make when we are sitting across from somebody actually talking to them. Let me give you an example. It involves my late father. It was 1984. So I'm going back in time. I'm dating myself. I had just graduated college at the University of Illinois in Champaign-Urbana, and I wanted to go to law school. 
And I had applied to law school at the University of Illinois, which had a great law school. And I was on the wait list. So I got into a couple other schools, but not ones that I wanted to go to as badly as University of Illinois. Was really hoping I would get in there. School is about to start in like a week at these other schools. And so my dad was taking my younger sister. She was still an undergraduate at the University of Illinois. He was driving her down to Champaign-Urbana to help her move into her apartment because the undergrad school year was about to start as well. And so my dad, as he tells the story, he just thought, you know what? I think I'll just go to the law school and pop in there and, you know, kind of ask him about, you know, Andy being on the wait list, just kind of check the status, see what's, see what's going on. So my dad, my dad just shows up. He just goes to the law school, talks to some admissions person, strikes up a friendly conversation. They're talking about, you know, talking about him, talking about me. Now, it did help that my dad played professional baseball. I don't know if he brought that up or not. Actually, knowing my dad, I doubt he did because he was so modest. Uh, I highly doubt he brought that up. But he was very engaging, just a, just a really fun person to talk to. And, you know, he tells me, yeah, I stopped by, you know, I talked to them, you know, they were nice people. They said, yeah, you're on the waiting list. Well, guess what? Like the next day, I get notified that I got accepted and school starts in less than a week. That would have never, ever happened if my dad had not popped in and made that personal connection. He didn't have to do it. Something <laughs> drew him to it. He shows up and look at that. The next day, I'm off the wait list. And when I, wa when I showed up to class that first day, I sat down, I'm like, wow, I am here. I am here sitting in this seat. Is this real? And I say this, and I wanted to talk about this topic because during COVID, we were all forced to stay home we were all forced to work remotely and we were all forced to basically socially interact remotely as well. And what happened was once the COVID crisis ended, many of us, most of us, including me, got lazy. We enjoyed not having to commute to our jobs. We enjoyed not having to get dressed up. You know, we enjoyed being able to just roll out of bed and walk over to the couch and open our laptop. We enjoyed being at home. You know, I get all that. But, and this is a very big but, we forfeited and lost all those personal connections that we were having and taking for granted. Personal connections with coworkers, personal connections with friends, personal connections with people that we might not really have known very well yet. Maybe it was a client, a prospective client. We lost all of those powerful personal connections and we got used to Zoom meetings and telephone calls. And that's kind of the norm still today. How many times have you talked to somebody and they said, oh, well, let's, let's set up a Zoom send me a Zoom invite, you know, let's do it over Zoom or a call. You know, there are times when Zoom is great or maybe only a phone call is needed. That's true. But there are so, so many other times where a face-to-face -face interaction 
will be so much stronger and so much more productive. Let me give you an example that involves me, uh, a recent example. So my podcast producer is Phineas Ellis. I've recorded probably over 25 podcast episodes with Phineas. I've probably been on another at least dozen Zoom calls with him, but we had never met in person. Phineas lives in Brooklyn. I'm in Chicago. And also, uh, I recently obtained uh, an agent who represents me for some of my media projects, an awesome guy named Scott Kaufman. He's at an agency called Buckwald in New York. Uh, I'd also never met Scott in person. We talked on the phone several times, but had never met in person. So I wanted to talk about this new podcast, the one I'm doing right now with Phineas. And I wanted to talk with Scott about some documentary and TV show ideas that I had. And I was going to maybe, you know, do the routine. Hey, let's set up a Zoom. And I thought, wait a minute. You know what? No. Rather than doing it by Zoom or a phone call, I said to myself, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to get on a plane and I'm going to fly to New York. And, you know, you never have to twist my arm to go to New York, uh, especially when the weather's nice. And so I did. Uh, This is just last month. I flew to New York. The first night I wound up having dinner and drinks with Scott at a great little Italian restaurant near his office. And I always love going to little places like that. And then the next night I did the same thing, dinner and drinks with my podcast producer, Phineas. Great little spot that he picked out in the village. Let me tell you, oh my God, sitting across the table from them, those two nights, sharing a meal and sharing ideas was so, so powerful. They could feel my passion as I explained my ideas. Uh, I could feel the reaction. We were able to have such a vibrant conversation about these projects, about the next steps, I could have never accomplished this on a Zoom call or a phone call, not even close. I mean, we bonded so much over these meetings. And again, I hadn't met these guys face-to-face, and now I feel like I've known them for so long. And I would have never had that personal connection if I wouldn't have made the effort to do that face-to-face meeting. So I want to urge everybody out there, go out of your way, make the effort Meet people face-to-face whenever you can. If you've got an interview and they want to do it by Zoom, ask if you can do it in person. If you've got a a sales call or marketing call or a team meeting, suggest you do it in person. Meet for a cup of coffee. Meet for lunch. Like It doesn't have to be by Zoom. Just because somebody offers that to you and says, hey, let's do it by Zoom, uh, you'd be surprised. I think most people would welcome the opportunity to meet in person. We just gotten so used to just, you know, doing the Zoom and the phone calls. Do not underestimate. Let me say that again. Do not underestimate the power of a personal connection. Sharing your passion, sharing your energy face to face, you will be rewarded not only with a stronger and deeper relationship with that person, but you will see more opportunities that will uh, arise as well. I'm telling you, you definitely will see this happen where because you met face-to-face, the conversation took a little turn, something came up. Now you're talking about a new idea. Now you're talking about a new project. Now maybe the person mentioned something that nobody had even thought about was even going to be discussed 
that day because you were face-to-face sitting right across from the other person. I can't stress it enough, the power of a personal connection. That's episode one. Thank you for listening. I hope some, just some of what I said resonated with you. Join me next week when I talk about how to stay connected, how to stay connected with others. This show was produced by Phineas Ellis and Studio Friends, design and promotion by Bell and Ivy. I'm your host, Andy Hale. I'm looking forward to talking with you next week.